Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. to the show today. This is part three of our Mystical Magic series. So excited to be doing this with you all. I'll just give you a little um, highlight. I'm looking for a different word, though. Preview of what's coming? I don't know. Um, that the journey we're going to go on later this show is the ancient workshop journey. Doesn't that sound fun? Sounds so mysterious and magical, which makes me happy. The energy is still heavy. We're still all experiencing chaos and as well as the good stuff. Now, I know for myself, I have to be careful or just be aware that when things feel hectic and chaotic and heavy energy, that I don't spiral into that and and live there, right? I work to find the positive things, to find the good things that are happening, to create some positive energy, to, you know, counteract and to overpower is what I like to do, the negative energies. You know, we all have our ways that we can use to lift our vibrations and to create some joy and happiness in our life and make sure you are focusing on those. It is really easy to get caught up in the negative and forget or dismiss the positive that's happening because the negative is heavier. It's heavier. It's bigger. You feel it more. You want it to go away, so you tend to give it more energy. And so I'd like you to just take a look at that in your own life and find some positive things. Find some things that you can just look at and smile. Um, Grab your adult coloring book. I also have an SAD happy light that I love. And I will do those things. I will carve out 15 minutes in my day and just do that. It's a meditation And it helps me to reset my energy and to get out of the negativity. Now, I want to talk about energy vampires in the first part of this show. Kind of a hot topic. So energy vampires can be situations. They can be people. Sometimes they're called psychic vampires. Here's the scoop. From my perspective, of course, it doesn't mean that people are terrible, bad people. It may mean they are just not in alignment with you, who you are, what you wish to accomplish. Now, I've talked about it before, and I have rescuer energy. It's one of the things that I do, and it's one of the things I have to be aware of that I do because I'm empathic. And I like to rescue people. I like to help them make their lives better. 
I could change the word rescue to empower, and then it feels, you know, a little better, a little more maybe professional. I do. I like to empower people. I like to rescue them. I like to build their self-esteem. I would like for them to see who they are from the universe's perspective because it's always much more amazing than they think they are. Now, as you can probably guess, I'm a perfect target for energy vampires. They gravitate to me. (laughs) I'm not going to say it's a talent because it's something I seriously have to be aware of. And I usually know, not usually, I do know who they are. And I'm well aware that sometimes I've chosen to keep them around because the rescuer part of me sees their potential, sees how they could be happy, and perhaps I can help them get there. And perhaps I'm simply delusional. Energy vampires don't really want to improve their life. They want you to think they do, so they can keep you around. Energy can uplift us and make us feel good. Energy can also bring us down and make us feel bad. And energy vampires enjoy that. There's some people that just thrive on that type of energy. It does not make them bad people. It does make them who they are. And you get to decide if you want to engage in that behavior or hang out with them. And if you do, and it's making you happy, and it fulfills whatever you need it to fulfill, good on you. I'm not going to judge you for that, because as long as you're happy with it, and it's you realize it's your choice, I don't want to hang out with you. Because that makes me feel drained, and that is my choice. Makes sense? So, energy vampires, yeah. So, the thing is, energy vampires can um, sneak up on us. Um, they can show up and surprise us, I guess, because we do have an innate need to help other people. That's why so many of us have a hard time saying no when people request our help. We want to help. We, we like how that makes us feel if we're helping somebody, right? We like to give. We're not always good at receiving, you know, compliments or asking for help and receiving it, things like that. And so it is really easy to get caught up in an energy vampire type situation. Okay, so how do you know if you're in an energy vampire situation? All right, the phone rings, you look at the caller ID, and you roll your eyes and snarl. Yeah, because you really don't want to talk to that person, but you feel that heavy obligation and you do it anyway, that could be an energy vampire situation. If you're feeling constantly overwhelmed, constantly overwhelmed, and you just feel like you're, you have too much going on at any one time, 
it could be an energy vampire situation where you are just spreading yourself too thin and all of this stuff is just draining your energy instead of making you feel good about what you're doing. I put myself in that position in October and I had to take a step back because I wasn't getting projects done that I really was important that I do get done. So I cleared my schedule as much as I could and I focused on other things and I recharged my energy. I focused on things that were positive. I went for a lot of walks. I hung out with my cows a lot, quality time with my horses and my cats and my dog, and I feel recharged and refreshed. And then something interesting happened. Somebody who is an energy vampire in my life that I no longer associate with, there was um, a psychic attack happened, and I'm like, oh, really? I thought we just weren't even, weren't even. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that I still affected that person. I didn't know this person still affected me, because really, I don't even think about them. And I was a little surprised, honestly, and I was like, okay, wow, huh, yeah. And it was funny, because I got a validation that it was happening, but before that, I said to somebody else, oh, I think this person is up to something. I don't know why. Like, really? I don't affect their life. They don't really affect mine. Like, it's not a big deal. But when you're an energy vampire, it is a big deal. When somebody's gotten away from your grasp, they don't like it. They don't like it. And so, yeah, I was like, oh, seriously? Okay. Well, whatever. I mean, really, I get to choose how I react <clears throat> when these situations happen. I can react like, oh, how dare you? I can react like, really? Okay, well, good luck with that. So what I did is I sent them a prayer. Actually, I sent them a lot of prayers to diffuse any negative energy, and then I cut cords. Because energy vampires are just looking for attention. right? They want your energy. So if you're feeling irritable and anxious and you're not sure why, you could have an energy vampire situation happening. Getting mentally and physically exhausted. And it doesn't have to be people. It can be situations, but it can also be people. Some people just drain your energy. So if you're looking at people in your life that are energy vampires, here's some of the characteristics they might have. Um... They might have some resentment and anger issues. If they are constantly complaining about how other people are doing them wrong, that can be a sign of an energy vampire. If um, they like to be dramatic, you know, they kind of feed on the drama and the chaos that creates if they like to whine and complain a lot. You know, nothing is ever right in their world. Nothing is ever positive. If you, you know have to work at, you know, well, what's good in your world? Having those conversations with them, it could be an energy vampire situation. Insecurity, the constant, constant need for reassurance and acceptance, that is draining. I've been in relationships like that, and, oh, my goodness, it, it affected my health. It, it was draining in ways that I just 
couldn't handle. But it got that extreme before I recognized it. Manipulative behaviors. Yeah. I was in a situation where somebody that, you know, kind of a, I need to, I was constantly coaching them. Here's the problem. I could see their potential. I knew they could be a better person. When they were happy, they were a delight. The problem was they weren't happy very often. And so waiting around for that time or that glimpse of how fun they are or how pleasant they are to be around wasn't, happening as often as the complaining and the whining and the drama. And they were telling me information that wasn't true. They were um, creating havoc with my relationships with other people because basically they wanted to keep me to themselves. And so they didn't really want me speaking with these other people to find out that the truth wasn't always coming out of their mouth. And it was it was interesting. It was gross, but you know, it was totally an abusive situation because I was fully immersed and until I could step away, I didn't realize the complexity of it. They were masters at manipulation. And, you know, looking back, you feel a bit foolish, right? I was played, and I can see where the signs were all there, yet I chose, and I did choose. I'm not going to pretend I didn't. I chose to overlook them because I really could see the potential, and I wanted this person to be better than what they were. How is that my business? There's that rescuer thing I have to be careful of. They had no intention of changing, but they really liked my attention. So they would say the right words, do the right things, create these situations for me to help them with, damaging other people in the process because they were speaking not so nicely about them to me, and it was people that I knew, and so it got weird, and then they couldn't help themselves, and they stepped over a, brown, a boundary that once you step over, you can't go back. And so it's been a really long time, too. And then when, you know, I felt their energy up to something, I was like, I don't know, I don't understand what difference it makes. But, you know, that's a typical energy vampire, Right? They're looking for that attention. And if they feel they can still have some sort of hook in you, they will try to use it. But you don't have to let them. I mean, jealousy drives them. They always think other people have it better than them. And so, you know, they complain, like, why can't I just, or how come this doesn't work for me? So, you know, and be careful. We've all been energy vampires ourselves when we wanted things from somebody or we wanted someone to show us how to do things so that we could maybe take a shortcut, so we could skip a few lessons, we could get ahead 
without putting in the time necessarily. I mean, we've all done it. It's not exclusive to a certain type of people. Part of it is just, you know, human nature. But if you can become aware of your behavior, be aware if you're taking more than you're giving. Be aware if you're giving free therapy sessions to people or you're demanding free therapy sessions from people, from family, friends, lovers, colleagues, even children and strangers. Um, If you find that you are constantly on social media sharing and looking at everybody's stuff, you're not the energy vampire, but that's an energy vampire situation where you are looking outside yourself to fill some sort of need. So what do you do if you realize that there's a situation or a person who is showing up in your life as an energy vampire? First thing you do is give yourself a break, (laughs) right? It's not your fault. It's not even their fault. You ended up in this situation to learn from it. So give yourself a break. Take some time and just kind of sit with the energy, recharge your energy, because you need the most important part of after you give yourself the break is to learn not to react. Energy vampires feed off the energy and reactions of others. It fuels them. So if you can learn to be neutral and just, okay, that's, that's interesting and not, you know, get caught up in the drama of it or get all bristly about it. If you can stay neutral, there's nothing for them to react to. If this energy vampire type person is not someone that you can completely disengage from, set a time limit for your interactions and change the time limits to see, you know, where your time limit is. Maybe it's 20 minutes. Maybe it's 10 minutes. Maybe you can handle an hour of them and then you need to stop. Have other people around when you're interacting with that energy vampire. Um, If you try to listen more than talk, that can help diffuse some of the energy and... um, Pick lighthearted topics. Here's the deal. Once you stop giving them energy and stop engaging with them, they go away because they look for somebody new. Um, visualize yourself in a pink bubble. That will deflect some of the energy. And just, you know, being aware, being aware. 
because, you know, energy vampires are good at getting us worked up. They're good at getting us, like, on their side of how dare somebody be like this. But what you have to remember or realize is that it's not just you. They are speaking to somebody else using the same manipulation, the same tactics, probably the same words as they used with you, but you're the one doing them wrong. It's a game. And you can choose to play or not play. And remember, it is your choice. Just become aware and realize that you don't have to rescue. I'm looking at myself. You don't have to solve their problems because they probably don't even want it. They like who they are or what they're doing. And even if they don't, it's not always up to you to fix them. If they really wanted to fix themselves, they would. I mean, we have access to so many tools if we want to change the way we are in this world. All we have to do is make that decision, that choice, and then actively pursue making that happen. So, you know, when this situation happened a few days ago and this person from out of the blue popped up into my energy, I did realize that maybe, you know, there's still some residual energy there, so I cut the cords. Now let's do that together. So you don't even have to think of a person. Let's just do a general cord cutting of anything that's giving you negative energy. So here we go. It's a blessing. Heavenly helpers, I call upon you now. Cut any negative cords or attachments blocking and draining my energy field. I choose to let go of the energies and release the chaos they are causing. As I release the negative energies, I create space and attract positive energies. Give yourself a breath in. Cut, 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 cut. And out. Another breath in. And out. And one more. Breath in. You can visualize or imagine big scissors cutting your cords. You can just imagine the cords falling away. It is done. It is done. It is done. This only cuts negative cords. All positive energy cords stay attached. Whew. You might want to shake a little. Move around. Give your energy a little twist. It's really easy to get caught up in these situations especially when our world has a lot of turbulent energy. And it doesn't mean you're bad. It doesn't mean they're bad. It just, you know, the, the deal is not everybody's in alignment with you, and you get to pick and choose. Spend your energy as wisely as you spend your money. Make sure that the things you're spending it on uplift you, make you happy, and try to minimize the things that don't or change your perspective. I mean, I don't like cleaning the bathroom, but I do like how the bathroom looks, feels, smells, is when it is clean. So that's my goal then, right? Because <laughs> we all have these chores. And so if you have to deal with someone or a situation that is an energy vampire, 
try to change your perspective on it that it's short lived and the you know what you get out of it hopefully is worth it but be careful that they're not constantly draining you be careful that you're not wasting your time on something that is not reciprocal you know that person that's always the victim they don't take responsibility for their actions they like to get their way using guilt or manipulation they like to complain in order to get your sympathy they like to gossip or create drama and a lot of the stuff they gossip about they've made up they're not there for you although you are there for them it's because they are responding from their wounded ego part not the healthy ego part the wounded ego part and really this has become their pattern and way of being in the world and they don't really know any other way that's where I get myself into trouble because I want to show them another way but I have to admit when it's not working because the thing is sometimes it does work sometimes it does work and they're no longer energy vampires they're happy healthy people and so it's, you know, not a straight line, just like everything else. It has curves and twists, and you get to decide. So just becoming aware. I will get headaches when somebody's behind the scenes trying to mess with me. I will also get a sinus thing. I will dream about them. I will just feel kind of uncomfortable. And so I've become very aware of all these things, and so I know what to do. I cut the cords first, then I raise my vibration, and I deliberately, consciously, awareingly choose not to engage. Because, you know, they're just simply people who have been caught up in this cycle. This is their pattern. This is how they are in the world. And until they decide to change it by becoming aware of it, you know, you, you can choose whether to engage or not. No one can take your energy unless you allow them to. Put up that bubble, you know. Surround yourself with mirrors facing out to deflect the energy. Set firm boundaries. Say no. Limit the time. You can be compassionate but still have your boundaries. If you can disengage and keep some distance, that's fabulous. Keep your aura clean, clear, and strong. Sea salt baths work good for this. I love crystals. Tourmaline, hematite. I have the protection bracelets in my store. Cowgirlgifts.ca if you're interested. They are amazing, amazing at deflecting negative energy and attracting positive. Amazing. Love, love, love them. Understand, you know, this energy vampire experiences are for learning for both of you. Don't make yourself the victim in the situations. And I'm looking at my own self here. <laughs> 
I like the Ho'oponopono prayer. If I'm encountering a situation where I feel like there's an energy vampire thing happening, it's on my website. You can Google it. It's beautiful. Do your best to stay emotionally strong and connected to who you are. Don't let guilt, guilt and obligation. Yeah, energy vampires are good at that. They make you feel obligated to help them. Repeat after me. No, thank you. I'm out. Dibs out. Dibs out. Because really, it's your choice. Your choice. Being aware that you actually have the choice is huge too, right? You don't have to do what they want you to do just because they want you to do it. I mean, how often do people ask you to do things, even if it's inconvenient and totally out of, you know, not a good thing for you to do just to make their life easier? They don't care that it makes your life harder or more complicated. All they're caring about is that it makes their life easier. That's all they're seeing. So it's up to us to establish that boundary and say, no, thank you. There's a T-shirt that someone sent me a link to, and it says, "Um, no, thank you. My cows need me. I totally want that (laughs) T-shirt. thanks can't help you my cows need me because in my world it's true they do little cuties pretty pretty princess has started her ritual of helping herself to bail buffet and nobody else joins her yeah thanks pretty pretty princess you do make my world brighter though you do okay so i'm just going to take like a 30-second break here. I'm going to play you my little intro song while I just reset my energy, and we'll do the, the guided meditation of the ancient workshop journey. I need a... one's um, a little bit shorter than the usual, so we'll maybe we'll have time for a chakra cleanse, too. We'll see how that goes. All right. So, eyes closed, and let's take three big, deep breaths. Three big, deep breaths as you begin to release and let go. Begin to focus on the sound of my voice and allow all the other sounds to drift into the background. They are unimportant to pay attention to. 
they can only take you deeper into relaxation. Just letting go. As you bring your attention to your feet, your legs, and from your toes to your knees, you become aware of your legs relaxing. Every breath takes you deeper now. As this lovely relaxation moves up into your thighs, hips, and your stomach muscles relaxing as well. And the more relaxed you become, the deeper you go. The deeper you go, the more relaxed you become. This relaxation now continues, moving upward in through your solar plexus, across the chest area, in through your shoulders, and moving down through your arms, your hands, your fingers, and the neck muscles relaxing. Each and every breath takes you deeper. With every breath you breathe in, you're breathing in the relaxation to the body, the positive to your mind. With every exhalation, you're releasing any discomfort from the body, any negatives from the mind. And now, this relaxation keeps moving up in through the scalp and across the forehead. And down over the eyelids, the facial muscles, the jaw muscles. And the physical body relaxes deeply, completely, with every breath. In a moment, when we count down backwards from five to zero, you will enter the imagery state when we reach zero. And now, at five, Four, three, two, one, zero. Deeply relaxed. Deeply, deeply relaxed. Nice breath in and out.
feeling relaxed and the door of your imagination opens and you walk a path that takes you into the unknown woods All of your senses begin to heighten. And as you go forward, the path takes a turn and goes down into a valley. path goes down into a valley where you have never been before. Notice what you notice along the way. There is something to make for your journey ahead. And along this wooded path, you discover an ancient workshop. At this ancient workshop, a sign says welcome, and the door is wide open. The friendly shopkeeper is the guardian of this place. Everything of all sorts. is in the workshop. What do you see as you walk around the shop and take it all in?
How does it feel to be in this workshop? There are tools, materials, and projects all around you. What else do you notice? What do you go make for your journey? What's it like creating your workshop project? What do you have to do? How do you feel about your project?
continue working on your project. How's your project coming along? Almost done? I'll give you a few more moments just to do your finishing touches. Now that you feel your project is ready, let's continue on your journey. What happens next? now, while the images fade, let's reinforce all those positives about this inner focusing and allow the conscious and subconscious to work together harmoniously. And as we come up and out of this journey, reinforcing all the positives Reflecting on your time in this ancient workshop, which is, was the space to create, fix, or focus on anything you wanted. You can come back to this meditation anytime you wish. Again, we're going to reinforce the positives about this inner focusing and allow the conscious and subconscious to work together harmoniously. And at zero and at one, with a deep cleansing breath in, we begin to come up and out. Two, three, four, five. Eyes open wide awake. Say your name out loud. Eyes open wide awake. I urge you to take a few minutes now and write down about your experiences 
even if it's in point form. You don't have to write a story. It's completely up to you. But just write down some things just to reinforce this journey, to reinforce what you learned about yourself, and to just, you know, keep the energy of this whole experience. And there's nothing wrong with redoing this experience. That's one of the beauties of these recordings. You can come back and do it anytime you wish. I'm going to wish you all a fantastic day, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Lots of hugs. been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com.